dust bunny for a pet. The black and amber ring on his powerful hand glinted ominously. The amber gem was engraved with the seal of his office. He had ascended to the highest post in the Crystal Guild only a few days earlier, but he appeared to be very much at home here in the executive suite. Then again, he had no doubt been preparing for the position for years. Becoming a guild boss required the ability to commit to a long-term strategy. Skill at outmaneuvering your opponents and a ruthless streak were minimum job requirements. Unlike Elvis's baby blues, Fontana's eyes were anything but innocent. They were the color of the gem in his ring, dark amber. Sierra was as familiar with guild politics as it was possible for any outsider to be. She was well aware that no man, and to date all of the guilds were headed by men, got as far as Fontana had with his innocence intact. Under the force of his disturbingly thoughtful expression, she found herself shifting in her chair. She uncrossed her legs and then crossed them again. The odd, fizzy excitement that she had been experiencing since she walked into the room had not diminished one bit. The hair on the back of her neck was still stirring. Energy hummed through her, both the physical and the paranormal kind. All of her senses were fully rezzed. What was wrong with this picture? You expected a guild boss to be intimidating, but somehow you didn't expect one to look thoughtful, at least not the way Fontana did thoughtful. The heads of the organizations were traditionally men of power, both physical and psychical, men who had clawed their way to the top using whatever means were required to achieve their objectives. You expected streetwise cunning in a guild boss, but not the sort of cool-headed intelligence and the aura of centeredness and control that Fontana exhibited. For some reason, the knowledge that he was the kind of man who considered carefully before he acted only made him seem more dangerous. More dangerous and, for some inexplicable reason, more interesting. She was here to do the most important interview of her very short career as a journalist, and she could not concentrate. She just wanted to sit there and stare at Fontana. Maybe forever. Maybe she was coming down with the flu or something. Now that she thought about it, she definitely felt a little feverish. The day had not started out well in spite of the promise of the exclusive with Fontana. For starters, she had endured a sleepless night, unable to escape the creepy feeling that someone, somewhere, was watching. She knew it was a totally irrational sensation, but that didn't make any difference. Her intuition did not respond to logical argument. Elvis had seemed restless as well, although that was probably because he had picked up on her unease. He was very sensitive to her moods. Countless times she had risen from the rumpled bed and gone to the window. Elvis had followed every time, hopping up onto the sill. Together they had surveyed the narrow street two floors below, but there had been very little to see. That was hardly surprising, of course. It was early fall, and the fog was thick in the quarter. The locals referred to the season as the Big Grey, for a very good reason. The seemingly endless mist that blanketed the city at this time of year was legendary. On the rare occasions when the fog lightened temporarily, rain moved in to take its place. The lack of sleep had definitely affected her edge this morning, 
but the real disaster had occurred en route from her office to Guild headquarters. She had taken a taxi because parking spaces were notoriously hard to find in the quarter in the vicinity of the Guild offices. The driver had let her out on the side of the street opposite the entrance of the Colonial-era building. She never saw the big Oscillator 600 bearing down on her in the heavy fog. It was only her intuition and Elvis's anxious chortling that had caused her to leap back onto the curb in the nick of time. The close call had left her already sleep-deprived senses badly jangled. The last straw had been walking into Fontana's office a short time later and discovering that the subject of her interview had the power to raise the hair on the nape of her neck. Elvis isn't a pet, she said, pulling herself together with an effort. He's a companion. Now, if you don't mind, I have another question regarding your plans for the Crystal City Guild.